Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Soul Songs and Shenanigans. It's so good to have you with me today. Well, today our topic is called Overcoming Challenges. And before we dive into that, I wanted to share with you my snack of the day, which is veggie chips. It's by the brand called Hard Bite. And the flavor that I chose is salted beet chips. And I'll tell you why I chose the flavor. I was kind of just sold by the name of it, which is called Dropping Mad Beats. And I'm like, how cute is that? I don't know. I didn't really know if the flavor is going to be good or not, but I was like, I got to try it because it's musical and it just sounded cool. So Dropping Mad Beats, veggie chips. If you guys have not tried veggie chips before, definitely give it a try if you see it at the grocery store. All right, well, let's get into our topic for today, overcoming challenges. If you guys were listening to uh, previous episodes, then you know about the bike rides that I've been doing and how I've taken that up again this past summer. So it's been about two, almost two and a half months, I would say now. And I have been working towards a goal, which I don't believe I shared with you. Well, there's this really beautiful uh, park in this, in our city of London, and it's called Springbank Park. Well, from our house to the park and back it's uh, almost 40 kilometers and so my goal was by the end of summer I wanted to be able to make that ride so I you know every ride that we went on we try to go a little bit further and the trails that we have here are pretty hilly I guess you could say and pretty challenging Uh, I wish I wish it was flat most times I wish it was flat but it's actually not there's a lot of hills so it has been quite challenging but we had said okay we're gonna keep working towards this goal and then I thought maybe by the end of summer I'd be able to do it well I'm so happy to let you know that I actually was able to conquer this goal um, just a few days ago and I felt like I was ready because a couple of weeks ago we did uh, a ride that was about 26 kilometers and so I said okay I didn't even know that I was gonna be able to do that then and so I thought you know what let's just go for it and my plan was if I made it to the park and wasn't able to make it back then Andre could always ride back because he's a much better and more experienced rider I thought he could ride back and then just drive and come and get me so I knew there was like a way out so what's the risk you know let's just go for it Well, I went on this ride that was almost 40 kilometers and getting to the park was wasn't too bad. You know, there were some challenges along the way, but it wasn't too bad. However, coming back home was so challenging. It was so hard. And I just kept telling myself, hey, you know what? Just keep going it's not that much further just keep going even though I knew in the back of my mind it was actually pretty far and that how the trail is set up near our house or where we start the trail the first couple of kilometers that we go are the hardest so we already know that when we come back those last two to three kilometers are going to be the most excruciating which is difficult because you're already tired by this point you've been on the bike I think we're on the bike for about three hours by the time we're coming back to this point and so I was just having to tell myself okay you already know that part is going to be the hardest so just pace yourself 
you can do this. Well, guys, I was able to do it and I am incredibly proud of myself. Not only did I complete the ride, but I did it a month earlier than what I had set out to do. So just there was a couple of things that I was just able to overcome. And so super, super proud of myself for that. But there was just some lessons that I learned on this ride and I would just call it an obstacle course. Now, I didn't just start the when I started bike riding two, two and a half months ago. I had set that as a goal, but there's no way that I could have been ready to do that ride when we started this. Absolutely not. I wouldn't have been ready. I was not trained mentally, physically, or anything like that. And so I had to like train myself to get to that point. And I also learned over those the last couple of months how to use the gears on my bike, how to gear up, how to gear down, how to use it properly. The first few weeks were just a mess because I'd be climbing a a hill and I would be like in the wrong gear. I would be maybe in a gear where it was more of more resistance. And so it just made it harder because I just didn't know how to use my gears properly. And if you guys listen to the episode of Conquering the Climb that I did with my husband, how I was joking around saying that he gave me all this advice and I didn't listen to most of it. I was just doing mainly what I wanted to do. Well, this last ride, I definitely listened to what he had to say because I'm like, obviously he's doing really well and I probably should listen to what he has to say. So that was kind of funny. Well, all all of this training that I did to get to this, it was so challenging. But then I realized that every smaller goal that I had set for myself, whether that was doing, okay, let me just see if I can make five kilometers. And once I made that, okay, let me go for 10. And every time I was able to go a bit further, And that's what I had to do. I had to set small, tangible goals that I could make in order to do the big goal. Because there's no way if you could set out to do almost 40 kilometers if you haven't even ridden one kilometer, right? And so that taught me something about goals that it's easier if you break it down into smaller, tangible goals. It's much easier for you to get there. And also just to be patient with yourself through the process. Obviously, this is not just for bike riding, but for anything, for anything in life, any goals that we're trying to set, it's much easier if you're able to break that down into smaller bite-sized goals, I guess you could say. Well, I also learned on on this ride that even with all of the training, there are going to be surprises on the trail. There's going to be things that you didn't think that were going to happen that end up happening. So all the training that I've done, I that training couldn't necessarily have prepared me for a dog coming out onto the trail and me having to slow down or, you know, a child that got away from their parent or just different things that happen. But I realized, you know what, even though these surprises came up, I, it didn't throw me off. I just was calm. Okay. Just slow down or come to a stop and then just keep going. Now I will say that it was frustrating when I would build up the momentum to make it up a hill And then all of a sudden there would be people on both sides of that hill. And I'm like, okay, so I'd have to like slow down a bit or I wouldn't have as much momentum. But even when I would slow down, for some reason, I was still able to make it up that hill. And that's because I'd been practicing so much. I'd been, you know, building strength in my legs. And and I'm like, wow, like this applies to so many things in my life. And I hope this applies to your life as well, right? So life comes along with surprises and If you live longer than a minute or two, you will know that there's no way that you can plan everything out. There's no way that you can make all the best plans and have everything in place 
and then everything goes according to that plan. And like we talked about last week with overcoming perfectionism, that is something that God has been trying to teach me as well. Like you can plan as much as you want, but there are going to be obstacles that come up in the path. There are going to be things that you didn't realize were going to happen. And now we have to figure out how are we going to adapt to those changes? How are we going to maybe reroute? How are we going to figure out what we're going to do in that moment? And so that's why I thought it was just so important today to talk to you about overcoming challenges. I think it's so important that we prepare our hearts even before a crisis hits us. And now I I don't want to come across as negative in any way. That's not me. If you've been listening, you know that. But I just want to be real with you because I think I typically would be the kind of person that wants to have my head in the clouds and just I'm a very positive, optimistic person. So I want to be the type of person that's like, oh, you know, it's going to be sunshine and butterflies. But the reality is, is there's hard days that come. There are days that come that you don't know how you're going to make it through to the end of the day or that day could turn into weeks or months for for some of us depending on what we're going through and so whether we like it or not we are going to face some challenges and tough situations in life and so I just wanted to give you some steps today that we can take to prepare ourselves so that when we do come across these moments that they don't destroy us and so I think it's so important that even before we get to the challenge that we have taken steps to help us so that it's just that much easier to get through those moments and so the very first one I have seven that I want to share with you guys today the very first one is you need to determine that you will keep God first and go to him with everything that you're going through now if this is not something that you're doing right now I guarantee you when you go through a crisis you're probably going to turn to everything else and everyone else but God So you need to already have begin that relationship with him. Now, if you don't have a relationship with him, it's okay. You can begin that today. You can start that today. It is not too late to begin a relationship with him. If you've had one with with him in the past and you've maybe walked away or you've allowed other things to kind of just get in the way of that relationship, then you can begin that again with him. And that's the amazing thing about God is that he's so quick to forgive us and give us another opportunity. And so that relationship with him is what is going to give us peace when we're going through difficult moments, when we're going through transitions in life and all of these different things that are bound to come our way. Number two, stay grounded in the word of God. This will give you life and strength. We have to know what the word of God says because there is life in the word of God. So you need to be able to pull up scriptures and even take the time to memorize scriptures. I know for myself as a child, my dad had me and my brother memorize, you know, different scriptures. And during devotional time, family devotion time, we would have to recite those scriptures. And of course, as a child, I was like, ah, this is so annoying. Why do we have to do this? But those scriptures have stayed with me. And this is, you know, years later. And I still remember those scriptures that my father and my mother were teaching us and saying, you know, these script, you need to like have scriptures. You need to have the word, keep the word of God in your heart because these are the things that are going to sustain you. And so I just encourage you today to like just begin to pull up scriptures, you know, and have scriptures that you can always go to. Um, my favorite passage or 
couple of scriptures is found in Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 and it says trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy path so that's found in Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 and that those two scriptures have helped me in so many situations I just go back to those scriptures and of course I have many more favorites but those are two that I think I had probably since I was a teenager and I always go back to them and remind myself to trust in the Lord with all of my heart and to not lean into my own understanding. And I just love the promise that in every way and no matter what I go through that he is going to direct my path as long as I allow him to. So number three of the tips that I want to give you today says continually be repentant and ask God to search your heart. And this is so important because when we go through difficulties, um, it's so easy. I think for us, we want everybody wants to be the victim in those difficult moments where we never want to be the bad person. We never want to be the bad guy or anything like that. So we always want it's easier in our humanity to be the victim. And so that's why it's so important that we understand that we have to be repentant, that we have to repent daily. Right. Like Paul says, I die daily, meaning that you have to bring your flesh under subjection and allow your flesh to die every day because our flesh is unruly our flesh is out of control our flesh definitely needs to be submitted to god and to the word of god number four keep a right spirit and a right attitude i could literally do an entire episode just on this alone and i've touched on this in different episodes over you know last season and a little bit in this season about keeping a right attitude and a right spirit And I, when people come to me for advice and for counsel about things that they're going through, I literally give this to every person that I give advice to. No matter what's going on, you need to keep a right spirit and a right attitude. Because what happens when we don't have a right spirit and a right attitude, that can turn our hearts literally will just take the bad and the negative and that can turn into bitterness and that will literally taint all of the good things that we're trying to do and so in order to keep a right spirit and right attitude and i know i keep repeating that because i want you to understand that it's so important that we take these things to the lord in prayer and ask him to search us right there's a scripture in psalms that says search me O god and know my heart today right and so we have to ask god to search us and to clean out all of the crud and all of those areas that are ugly in us and we all have ugly moments and we, we all deal with these things right nobody is perfect and so asking god to take all of those things to cleanse us and to renew us right and to give us a right mind number five resolve that you will be a worshiper come what may this is what has helped me in my life because I'm a worshiper and that is the thing that I love the most and the thing that I'm drawn to the most. Now being a worshiper, I don't mean just because I do music and that because that's my ministry, but just a worshiper that you're constantly in a a state of worship, of gratefulness, of saying to the Lord, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that, you know, and just constantly praising him and worshiping him for who he is, for what he has done. When you are living in that frame of mind, the negative things yeah they may try to affect you but they can't infiltrate you because you are living in that space of worship and constantly saying god you are good even when bad things come your way and they just want to throw you off balance in that moment it's so important that we can say god you are good even though what i'm facing is difficult even though i'm upset about this i don't understand your ways i don't know why you allow this to happen but god i love you and you are good good father regardless of what I have faced. Number six, 
Remind yourself that God is working on your behalf. And if he brought you to it, he'll get you through it right there. Like you can just drop some chords on the hymn and breathe the organ right there. Like if he brought you to it, then he will get you through it. So rather than trying to play the blame game and being upset with the Lord and saying, why are you, why did you allow this to come to me? Why are you allowing me to go through this challenge? Like, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do? And you can, okay, you can have a moment and feel bad for yourself, but then you got to wipe your tears and you got to get back up and keep moving and say, you know what? If God brought me to this, then he can bring me through it. And he trusted me enough to allow me to go through this. And he's not bringing challenges or trials your way to destroy you. He's bringing them to make you grow, to help you to grow stronger so that you can get to that next level in him so that you can help somebody else that is going through a difficult time because your testimony is going to help others. Your testimony is going to bring others through things that they're going through because regardless of who you are, what age you are, everybody goes through difficult times. Nobody is exempt from that. But those things are not meant to harm us. They're to help us to grow And they're also to help us to move forward in God and also to build our faith to say, hey, when I look back at the things that I've been through, I can look and say, wow, God, you were there every moment. You were there with me every step. You didn't leave me. You didn't forsake me. You are true to your word. You're true to every promise, every promise that you gave me in your word. You have come true on every one of those things and you've come through all of them. So I just want to thank you for that. And then number seven, which is our last step, is know that you are more than a conqueror. Isn't this amazing to know that we are already already victorious, right? Because we serve the one who is a victor. He overcame the grave, right? He's an overcomer, which means that you're an overcomer, that there is nothing that is impossible for him. There is nothing that is too hard for him to handle. So whatever you are facing right now, maybe you're going through um, a transition in your life. Uh, Maybe you're transitioning to a new job. Maybe you're transitioning, um, you know, in your family life. Maybe you're dealing with grief or loss, just all these different things, right? There's so many things that we face, but know that you are more than a conqueror because you are serving the one that conquered it all. And that is so amazing. We are serving an amazing God who is with you every step to let you know that you are a victor, that you absolutely have the victory. And I, if you know the song Waymaker, I'm sure you know it because I've heard so many different versions of it, different languages. I've heard it everywhere. And there's a little portion on the bridge that says, even when I can't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. So if even if you can't see God at working, if you can't see his hand, know that it's there, right? And just ask him to show you. Ask him to just give you a glimpse of, of what he's doing in your life, right? So you have something to hold on to because I'm sure that it's there. Sometimes we're just so blinded by the situation that we're in that we can't even see it. And so just ask him to show you that so that you can just, you have something to hold on to. So all these steps that I've given you is definitely what I'm practicing in my own life. And trust me, I am far from perfect. And God has had to remind me many times to look to him and not to the situation. And it's so easy just to talk um, to people about it. And, you know, we look for our strength from others and there's nothing wrong with that. And you need people in your life who will keep you in check and will pray with you and for you, remind you to keep your focus on Jesus. 
And if the only people you choose to speak to will just listen and agree with it, will agree with you, it will not help you. And you need people that are also going to say, hey, you know what, like, let's pray about that and not just listen to what you have to say and like, oh, here, here, there, there. And right. Obviously, there's moments that you want to have that comfort, but you also want to go to somebody that's going to say, hey, let's pray about this. Or maybe if they see something that you could change or do something better, that they are willing to tell you the truth and that you're willing to listen to what they have to say. But ultimately, go to the Lord about everything that you're facing, that you're going through. And he's really going to be the one that's going to help you overcome all of these challenges. Again, there is nothing that is too hard for him. And there's nothing that he hasn't seen before. There's nothing that he doesn't know. He knows you better than you know yourself. And that's the amazing promise that we have is that he's going to see us through it all. So I hope this has been an encouragement to you guys today. Just continue to lean on the Lord and continue to hold on to his unchanging hand. Never let go of his hand. I'm going a little old school there, but just never let go of his hand and he will carry you through every storm that you face. Thank you so much for listening in today. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I hope this topic of overcoming challenges has been helpful to you. And I also hope that some of the tips that I shared will help you in your journey as it's helping me in mine. Now, our song for this week is called Never Alone by Tori Kelly. This is an incredible song. As always, you guys can find it on our Spotify playlist under Soul Songs and Shenanigans. So go listen to it, enjoy it. And for this topic, let me know if there is anything that you want to know more about or if there's anything in particular that resonated with you. Take care and have a wonderful week. In season two of the Soul Songs and Shenanigans show, we have now created something called Creative Space. The purpose of this is to feature some of you, our listeners. So if you've been looking for a spot to share what you do, be sure to send us a message on Instagram under the Soul Songs and Shenanigans page. This is for a possibility to be featured on a future show. We look forward to hearing from you.